So I wanted you to touch on the opportunity in NIL for athletes from social media, marketing perspective, where does this lie for student athletes? How can they capitalize on it? Well, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's there's a, a tremendous opportunity. You have to understand there's a tremendous opportunity for the athletes. There's also a tremendous opportunity for businesses, right? And so I think we always we're always talking about, hey, what, what do the athletes need to be doing? I think there's a the athletes they also need to understand that there's a tremendous opportunity for businesses to actually you know have success here. And so when I'm approaching a business, which I think there's two ways, right? You can approach a business on social media. You can also just walk in their front door and say, yo, what's up? Um, and I would always be thinking about whenever you're approaching a business, right? Because this is a business transaction. It's not about, hey, get as many followers as possible and try to get a business. It's a business transaction. And I would say, I would approach the business and think about how can I help this business grow with my likeness? This is Grant Ferking, host of the Invest in You podcast by On3 Sports. As a president of NILU, we are here to give student athletes tips and advice they need to succeed both on and off the field. We see NIL as an opportunity to expedite both life and business skills by five to 10 years. We thank you again for following along as we help athletes navigate the new frontier of name, image, and likeness. We are live today from the Outsider Studios. So honored to be with Dr. Dave Tuhill, a marketing genius, student athletes. He can help you out with whatever you need from social media to brand building, building your brand. He's here with us today. Have some really stuff, cool stuff lined up. Dave, thanks for joining us, man. Dude, it's great to be here. It's a, it's an excited, exciting time to be an athlete for sure. And once I saw all the NIL stuff go through, I was like, man, this is going to be great for a lot of people. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to chat. It is, it is. And you are the marketing guy. Wanted you to just start off talking about, you know, why you're so passionate about marketing, brand building, social media in this generation, student athletes their image is their social media, from when they're being recruited to fans following them, and now being able to connect with brands and companies, they're finding them through their social media pages. Why are you yeah. so passionate about it, and in turn, why is this such a big opportunity for student athletes? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's important, a couple of things. Well, number one, what got me into it, I'm actually a sports chiropractor, so I went to, I went to school and, and, grad, and then grad school to become a sports chiropractor. Um, and I, uh, you know, when I, was, when I was in sports chiropractic and seeing patients in, uh, as a sports chiropractor, I, w I wanted to do more. Like I wanted to see more people. I was like, I, I can only see like one or two people a day here. Like I want to be able to do more. Um, and that's what led me into really starting to understand how people were coming into the business, like how we were getting people in. And I started focusing on the marketing there. Um, and I think it's something about millennials in general. I think you want to do something that you're passionate about, you yeah. know? And so I, I had spent all, I spent 10 years going to school and then I realized this is, and I'm not passionate about this. I was so passionate about Getting a lot of people, do, you know, getting not just one or two people well, but getting a lot of people well. So it started in the health space and it's since transitioned uh, to other spaces, but that's, uh, that's what I'm passionate about. Where is the opportunity for student athletes to really capitalize in this new NIL era, in this landscape, off their social media? Yeah, I think that's, two, that's their image, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I think I, I would I would argue with that. So okay. I think there's two images. I think you have your social image, your social media image, but then you, I think you have yourself off of social media. And I'll tell you what, Grant. Like I think that there's a couple of. I would do social media, but I'm going to give you one before we're going to talk about because we'll talk about a lot of marketing and social media side. But I think there's a really powerful opportunity for you to go to actual businesses with your gear on and just saying, "Hey, I'd love to connect." You know. Share, share what you're about, share what you're up to, share who you play for, and just say, hey, I'd love to connect with you guys, right? So I wanted you to just touch on the opportunity in NIL for athletes from social media, 
marketing perspective, where does this lie for student athletes? How can we capitalize on it? Well, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's, there's a, a tremendous opportunity. You have to understand there's a tremendous opportunity for the athletes. There's also a tremendous opportunity for businesses, right? And so I think we always, we're always talking about, hey, what, what do the athletes need to be doing? I think there's a, the athletes also need to understand that there's a tremendous opportunity for businesses to actually you know, have success here. And so when I'm approaching a business, which I think there's two ways, right? You can approach a business on social media. You can also just walk in their front door and say, yo, what's up? Um, and I would always be thinking about whenever you're approaching a business, right? Because this is a business transaction. It's not about, hey, get as many followers as possible and try to get a business. It's a business transaction. And I would say, I would approach the business and think about how can I help this business grow with my likeness, right? Yeah. And so that's how, it, for anyone, you know, any, any athlete approaching a business, whether it's on social media and you're sending them a, um, and maybe they're not a local business and it's also social media, it's, you know, sending them a DM and, and, and making a personalized DM, which we can talk about here in a minute, um, or going and walking in the business, um, but thinking about how can I actually serve this business? Like, what are some creative ways that I can help this business grow using things that I'm doing on a regular basis? Whether it's, hey, I'm, I'm at practice, I could wear this, or I can do, within the confines of what you're allowed to do, it's how can I support this business with the likeness that I've created? So I think it's a tremendous opportunity I think if we approach, if athletes approach it correctly, it's a tremendous opportunity. I think there shouldn't be a reason that not every single athlete has some sort of sponsorship. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of you know podcasts with you know 500 listeners get sponsorships. I think athletes would be have a, a great opportunity to get sponsorships. You just said it. The DM on July one when NIL took place across the country, you saw athletes everywhere say DMs are open. Would love to work with whoever you know thinks I'm a good fit with their company. You saw that happen. Big name athletes went and signed big time deals. Student athletes were excited. They went and got these deals. Then it kind of tapered off. Right. How do you make that introduction as an athlete? And I want yeah. you to talk about how do you make it as an athlete and then flip around on the brand side, what's received well? What are, yeah. what are you looking for? What, what do you want in that student athlete to go and partner and work with them? Yeah, so obviously for the, you know, the big names that say, hey, you know, hit me up. And it's like, yeah, businesses are you know, hungry. Brand. They want to get, yeah. the, you know. I think for most of us, though, brands are not going to be, um, you know, your best opportunities will not happen by you just saying, oh, you know, hit me up, right? right? You get the low-hanging fruit. The brands that really you're going you're gonna to want to work with, you want to be on the offense and you want to reach out to them. Now, what I would be doing is, to, my, to what I was saying earlier, is we were talking about how can I help this brand grow? That's how I'm thinking about when I approach an uh, outreach to a brand, I'm always thinking about, or uh, any business, I'm, re I'm reaching out and saying, how can I help this brand grow? Okay, and if it's if I'm a volleyball player, right, and maybe it's uh, the local play it against sports, you know, um, and I want to create an opportunity to help play it against sports. Well, maybe you used to grow up play, going to play it against sports, and you love that place, and there's all these different things, and you have different, you know, uh, stories or different experiences that you yeah. had from there. How I would approach play it against sports is. I would go to them, yeah. right? Whether in in person is best, by the way, right? And if you're do, and if you're doing it online, then obviously you know you do it online. But even doing it on a Zoom. But then when I'm approaching a brand, sending them a like a, a video, like a, a selfie video, versus you just sending the same message to everybody, it's kind of like trying to get a scholarship. It's yeah. like if copy you say and paste, copy, copy and paste, copy yeah. paste. What we're looking to as brands is this person has thought about this, and they are actually a perfect fit for our brand, and that. And they're actually giving us some ideas on how they can fit within yeah. our brand. Because right? you want the athlete to be passionate about what they're going to be doing, right. what they're going to represent, what they're going to wear, what they're going to say in the commercial. 
I think there are a lot of athletes out there, especially when this started, and, and honestly still today, that are just chasing deals. Like they just want to put the, the tag in their bio, they want to post the Instagram, they want to you know, tweet it all out, but like that brand's not even unique to them. Is there an important factor in all this to athletes aligning directly with what they're promoting and what, what they're posting about versus, man, you know, they're, they're giving me some cool gear, they're giving me some cool merch, they're paying me for this, I'll throw it up there, don't really care for it. Like, where does that line kind of get drawn on, you know, just agreeing to a deal from a business sense versus like actually being passionate about it and rooting for that brand success as the athlete? Yeah, I think the brand can see that. You know, I think that in the conversation, if someone's excited about what you're doing, you could tell that they're excited yeah. about what they're right. doing. I think that there's, you can get creative though. Like, there's, I'm sure there's a mattress store down the road, you know? Um, and I think that you could probably walk into that mattress store and it's like, what do we like together? We like, you know, we like to sleep, you know? Yeah. Like, we like good sleep, right? And you get an opportunity to say, hey, you know, whenever I, you know, when I have a bit, you know, a tough game, like I go home and I sleep on my, you know, Serta Dream mattress or whatever it is, you know? Um, I think that, it's important for us to get creative, you know, because I think that it's going to be hard. It's not, we can't all work for the local Play It Again sports brand, right? Or whatever the sports brand is in the area or sports stores in the area. There's a lot of other areas. So I think it's, it's passionate. I think it's passionate about um, the brand, but I think, you know, and, you, and you'll, you'll have some other people on here, I'm, I'm sure, that will have, that will be doing some larger brand deals. And you, you can, you maybe can learn from them from that, that perspective. But I think it's, it's more of, how you how they see that you fit within that brand right. and i'll just give you an example we're bringing on a spokesperson for our brand and you know our target audience is you know for one of our companies is a 50 year old woman right and and so she's a 50 year old woman she loves she loves to shop at whole foods and vitamin shop and gnc um she she goes to lululemon to get her clothes and so when i'm looking for someone to represent our brand i'm looking for someone that that woman looks up to or wants to be like, right? And so I'm not, I can't share yet what, who that is. Maybe we can add it to the show yeah. notes afterwards, but um, we're looking for someone for that, 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 that their target customer wants, right? right? Because at the end of the day, all these brands are trying to, re to market to their audience, right? And yeah. you're essentially a tool, let's just be re call, call it what it is, you're a tool for them to market mattresses to their audience or yeah. whatever it is to their audience. And so it's, it's, it's less about, you know, necessarily being passionate about the brand, because I think that that can be created over time, you know, but it's like, you know, I, and again, if it, if it was me, like, I'm just thinking back to the days when I was, when I was, you know, I ran track and I, I played ice hockey and I'm like, there were certain like restaurants that I went to every time. It was like, there was this, this Jamaican jerk chicken place um, in Marietta, Georgia, that was just absolutely fire. And I'm like, I would have promoted her for free, but I'm <laughs> saying like, that would be my first yeah, deal. Right. So I think it's, it is like p places that you'd want to go to, like places that you've maybe frequent or you go to. But I also think like, there's a lot of brands that are probably on the outskirts of that, that would yeah. love to have you be a part of that. So approach them. Yeah. You just talked about a local business. Like this is such great opportunity for local businesses in college towns all across America. I mean, you have a guy let's say, starting quarterback at Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. He has 100,000 Instagram followers. Before July 1, he couldn't walk into that restaurant, snap a picture of his food and say, you know, best Mexican food in, in Knoxville, Tennessee, Athens, Georgia, go check him out. Like, right. that wasn't allowed. Yeah. Like, you're bringing a lot of awareness to local businesses as well. Like, you're helping them out big time. Like, if some of these athletes with big time profiles, like, they're helping these companies out a lot. 
And let me tell you it's this. It's not just national brands. Yeah, and let me tell you this. Like, if I was, so say you're not the the, the you know the, the starting quarterback, and you're in your you know maybe you're not a guy that makes make even makes it into the game at, yeah. at some point. What I would be doing if I were you, I would be looking for all the smaller brands, yeah. and I would be getting ten brands to pay me five hundred bucks a month. Like that's what I would be doing. So like instead of trying to get that five k or that ten k a month deal or whatever that you know that whatever the deals are going looking like now, I would be looking for smaller brands that. You know, it's the local, you know, pawn shop, yeah. you know, it's the local like and just smaller brands and just, you know, and I, and, and we could talk about this, too. But like, I think that knowing what you're going to do there, I think it's so important. You were asking earlier, like, what do brands want to see? They want to know how you are going to move the needle in their business. Yeah. Right. It's and all about adding value. Right. Say what? It's all about adding value. It, it, it's it's value. But it's also, I think, define the value, though. It's it's. I, it, this makes sense to me to pay you money because I will make money by you being a part of my team. That's the reality. It's the only person that, reason that someone will come in. Now, if you can approach the brand with ways that you think that you can make them money, right, right. using your likeness, yeah. then you're going to get way further with that brand than just saying, you know, like, H, you know, hit me up. You know, right. I'm, I'm open. For, the business is but open. That, but that value and that awareness isn't always going to have a dollar sign right next to it, right? Um. For I mean, brands, for but you're talking like on the local level. I mean, like good PR, having the the local news station come out and set camp up and do a story in front of the local pawn shop, like that might not turn to dollar signs right away. But like, man, they have a great rep in the community now. Yeah, I think that there's you know so you have brand marketing and yeah. then you have growth marketing, right? And so you know you're talking more about the brand side. I think that the smaller businesses are probably not as worried about that um, versus some of the larger businesses that hey. I just have Patrick Mahomes on my, you know, State Farm commercial because everybody loves Patrick Mahomes. They love State Farm, and they're going to think about State Farm more. You know, not a lot of you know, that, for larger companies. Yes, that that's their their main focus. For smaller companies, it's you know, and just some ideas like you could have a day where you know they let all their pa- clients know and their patient, you know, or if they're a doctor, right, let their patients know that hey, you'll be there for an hour taking pictures with kids. Like I would even go to like pediatric. Um, chiropractors' offices or pediatric physician, you know, MDs' offices, and say, "Hey, I'd love to do, you know, a, ha- have a relationship with you." But I think that it can draw more people in. Like, I think that at the end of the day, like, I think that they want to draw more customers to their brand, and so them having you on social media, you in person, and you going out in the community, you talking about them, you wearing their, you know, if they have out and you know, swag they can wear or a hat they can wear, and people can ask you about that. They want to make money, right? So if someone's paying you five hundred bucks a month, they want to they want to make five. Yeah. I mean, ideally, they want to make five hundred bucks a month. They want to see the return on their investment. Right, right. Yeah. You're a marketing expert. Sports marketing and and going out and sharing your story, being passionate about it, that has to be completely different than your just traditional billboard. Throw a commercial up for a, for a brand. I feel like there's this is so unique because I feel like in this era, marketing an athlete. Like looking in the mirror and marketing yourself, you have to tell a story. Like you have to tell your story, and that's different than going and just you know giving facts and figures about a company and what they do and who they serve. Yeah. How can athletes tell their story through their social media channels to get to that audience? Yeah, and I think I think it is different, but I think that if we're defining marketing, and I think that maybe our marketing classes at your typical marketing classes in college might not cover this, but marketing in the real world, when you're, you know, when you have to, when, you know, in the real world, it's, um, there's, again, there's brand marketing, there's growth marketing. I think that depending on your business, 
there's a lot of businesses that are set up around a personality. Like, you know, my business partner, and I think you had him on here, Josh yep. Axe, like his business was set, around, set up around his personality. Um, and so he has to go out and, you know, share his story. Actually, he probably shared it with you, but like it was the story of his mom who was very, very sick. And she wanted to, um, you know, and she like very, very sick. Was, wasn't sure if she was going to make it. I remember when it was just, we weren't sure that his mom was going to make it. And he went to the ends of the earth to find nutritional supplements and protocols to get her healthy, right? And I'm sure he, and if he did share this, you know, she's still ski, you know, uh, skiing, she's 73, she's, she's you know, on her water ski, she's yeah. still living life to the fullest. That was the catalyst that drew Josh into creating this, you know, nutrition empire that's ancient nutrition, right? So to your point, yes, it, when, you're, when you're marketing yourself, your story is one of the most impactful things. Like, when you think about some of the people that have made the biggest impact in the world, it was their stories that let, you know, that led them there. Yeah. Um, and I think that the story is what endears you to a character. You know, when someone, when you know someone's journey, if you know an athlete, you know, had, you know, lost both parents in, you know, um, a, you know, a forest fire when they were two and they went through all this different adversity and now they're, you know, and then they, and they, they walked onto a team and then now they're playing in a game. Like, at least for me, I'm like, I want to be more a part of that journey, right? And so, and, and just think about the athletes that you love. Like, you know more about their story. They're not just like a freak athlete. Like, and I would even argue, like, there's some people that like, like and I'm just throwing this out there, but like Kawhi Leonard, like, I, I like respect him as like an incredible basketball player. Like, I don't know his story. I'm, I don't think he's ever shared his story. Like, at least I haven't seen anything that's Versus you have someone like... Um, Oh, let's see. You have someone like Tom Brady who's constantly sharing. I even, you know, you, he's constantly sharing his story. He's constantly sharing his life um, that makes you, you know, want to endear more to that character. And it, you know, so for, I think for me, the story is important because it's what draws people in. It's also when you're trying to get a business owner to want to do a deal with you, they're going to do it more based on your story than the words that you say. Right. Right. Well, how, how you feel about that person and how they, you know, there, there's a there's a, a level of data. What do I think this person is going to be? There's, a, there's also a level of I don't really want to work with this person because I really admire them for who they are and their stories. So I think it's huge. Do you think there's big value in? You talked about some athletes that you know might be a walk on. They're not even touching the field. Like, would companies say, you know, that guy, you know, nil doesn't do much. You don't see his name going across the ESPN ticker. He doesn't have stats all over the place, but he's a great representation of our brand. Like he's really good in the community, everyone loves him at school, has all sorts of friends, like great on social media, but you know, he's not in it because you know, he, he's wearing the jersey, but he's not out on the field. Like, do brands see value in that? That he's 100%. not out on the field on ESPN getting four or five million views, but like he's a really good dude that just markets their brand really well. Yeah, I think that there's, a, like I said before, I think there's a lot of brands that would do that. Again, I would, I would really try to be strategic on coming up with ideas for them beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have less, you know, less clout to bring to the table, right? Well, you want to bring your brain to the table, right? Of saying, hey, here's some ways that I really think we can, I can help you guys grow, you know? And it, it doesn't need to be, you know, standing on the corner with one of those big, you know, the big signs that you flip yeah, in the air, around, you know? Yeah. It, it could be, um, you know, thinking about all the engagements that you have as an athlete, right? And which of those engagements can you create an opportunity? Just think about it. like. What are all the engagements that, you ha that you're gonna have, whether it's practice, whether it's before practice, after practice, whether it's um, game day and there's certain things where they have a tailgate and you can stop by their tailgate after the game. Like, there's so many different areas that you can provide value to that, to that smaller business. 
Um, and even more to the story, which I think is a great point, is even more getting your story down and knowing, hey, how, how, can I, how am I going to approach this, right? How am I going to go from, you know, obviously we've agreed that like the hit me up, you know, scenario doesn't work well, but like, if you liken it to like, yeah, I, I won't go there, but like, I think like shifting that to, okay, let's look at all the brands in my town. Like if I were, if I were in sports right now and I was not a top starter, right? right. Um, I got in, I, you know, I got in, I played some games, but I was not like, I was not seen all over all the time. Right. If I were in that right now, I would go and I would pull out a, pull up a map of the town of my current town. Cause I'm not going to be looking for national brands. Right. That's just, especially if you're the small, yeah. if you're a small, unrealistic, unrealistic. Right. And, and I, well, I think that national brands could, yeah, but it's, you're going to have a much better chance. I'm saying that you will have success doing it this way pull up a map of your town or a listing of all the businesses in your town and I would just start going through the listing of the businesses in your town and start circling the ones where you're like, I could create some cool stuff for them, right? I could create some cool stuff for them because I believe that you can have more than one agreement as long as, you know, depending on what the deal, yeah. you know, how the deal Just is set the up. nature of whatever that, that company wants. So, right? so, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of businesses. I'm just telling you, like, you guys don't understand, like, we don't even think about some of the businesses that we have. Like I just met a guy the other day that um, his business is, it, their entire business is all around like spraying the, the, press, the pesticides on the grass, right? And they're like a small, they're like a small business that does like the, the you know, yeah. the, the cleaning outside. I'm like, that guy would like, like would he pay you 150 bucks a month to do a deal or 200 bucks a month? And you're like, oh, it's just 200 bucks a month. I'm like, yeah, but you get 10 of those guys, right. now you're at 2K a month, right. right? And if you're looking about, and also it's like, over time you're gonna get better and better. So those of you guys that are freshmen right now, like you're gonna learn over time. I would encourage, really encourage, like if you're, if you asked me what, what, where would you go from here? I would, like I said, I would, I would look at that map and then I would make a list of people and I would start reaching out to them. And I would get on the phone with them or I would get to them in person and I would start practicing that pitch, so right? You're saying be aggressive. Oh, I'd be knocking on doors. I'd be knocking, I mean, I'm just, if that was the angle that I was going to go, you know, when I was in school, like some other people take on other jobs. I, was a, I had a digital marketing agency when I was in, when I was in, in school. Um, so that's where I made my money. But if this is where I wanted to make money, yeah, I'd be making a list of all those people. I'd be knocking on doors. Um, and I'd be, I'd be starting to learn, like learn how to, first off, you're going to learn sales that no matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're going to be, that's, that's a useful tool to have. 100%. But also, like, there's a, there's plenty of money out there. There's plenty of opportunity out there. And there's tons of brands and companies that don't even really know this new NIL space, what it is, how it adds value to them. It's a great opportunity for you to have leverage and kind of write your own story and tell them what you want to do. <laughs> they, I mean, they can say no, but, I mean, yeah. the ball's in the athlete's court right now in a lot of these cases. Yeah. And some of those brands might even have another athlete, and they're saying, hey, we can get two athletes, and they paid the other athlete five grand, and you could go there and say, hey, I'll, you know, we give me 500 bucks, you know, or a hundred bucks for each week of the season or however you, you know, you can set up these deals in all sorts of different ways, but I will say this, it's a numbers game. It's a reps game, right? How do you get good at whatever you sport you're in? It's reps, rep, right? Yeah. And so it's getting reps in front of business owners and starting to learn. And the second thing, and this is something that's led me in my career to, to success is modeling other people. Mm. So don't try to figure this entire thing out yourself. Like this is a great podcast to be listening to. Um, listen to all the episodes in the podcast. Everybody's gonna ha have a lot of advice. Go to NIL on Facebook and see how people are, what's going on, what type of deals are being made. Talk to other athletes. If an athlete friend of yours on your team gets a deal, 
Talk to them. Yeah. How did you get that deal? Who'd you talk to? What was the conversation that you have? How did you position it? Can I see the contract that they gave you that they probably wrote up for you? Great. Oh, this is how contracts are written, right? I would be getting very obsessive about modeling other people that are already doing these deals. And then, again, I, I actually think that even if you are a starting athlete and you're playing every, every snap, I would still take that approach. Mm. I would get that list of people and I'd be calling 20 businesses a week. In my free time, I'd be calling them. Even better, go up to go, show up there in person in your warmups and just say, "Hey, I play for this team. Uh, would you give me, you know, you give me a thousand dollars for the year, yeah. you know?" And then they're like, "No," and you're like, "Would you do five? And they're like, five hundred. And like, "Yeah." And basically, what you do is it's all based on what you're going to do for them, yeah. right? So if you're going to do, "Hey, I'm going to show up on this date and this date, and it's going to be five hundred dollars," great. And they get you get two fifty from that, you know, for each, you know, each of those appearances essentially. But you're doing it over the over the the, the duration of the of the contract. You're talking about going to these restaurants. You're talking price. We've we've talked briefly on monetizing off social media. What, what what do you say is the the market value and the price point that you would tell these athletes? Like, how do you value yourself and how do you go to a brand and say, you know, I think myself and this deal is worth X amount. Dave, you you and this deal is worth you know Z amount. Like, where do you price that at? Like, how do you know what your market value is and what you can go to a company and say, hey, I think I'm worth this. And how do you have that conversation and leverage it based off whatever they say back? So again, I can only say what I would do if, I, if it were me. I would go to businesses I'm already familiar with that I already frequent, right, um, in the area that I already know or, or are friends of family or people that I already know. And I would negotiate with them and I would find it. And if it had to be, if I, I could negotiate my, my way all the way down to, hey, you'll give me 200 bucks to wear this shirt, you know, and do this, this, and this, you know, great. You know what you're going to learn during that experience is how to do the deal, how to make them money, right? Which is a big deal. Like once you sign with someone, it's your responsibility. And it's not to be creative, especially if you're in the lower tier. To, to go think outside the box to make the money. You want them to be delighted. You know how you get that second deal? They talk to the person, the company that owns that first deal that you got, and they're like, that person's awesome. Their character's awesome. Sometimes they just stop by the store and they talk to customers, and people just love being here. There's been more people. Our store's, store's been growing since this person's been in here. So I think that, yes, you make that list of 100 people or 50 businesses or whatever it is, and then you go to each business and you just... Will your first negotiation be better? Will your freshman negotiations be, be worse than your sophomore? Yes, they will be, right? You'll get better over time. But the cool thing about it is, is if you can start to build your audience through this, right, and grow your audience, but then also learn these critical business skills for just being in business, right? It's, you're, I, I think there's even more of an opportunity just from a networking standpoint to where you're getting out of school and you're networked with these businesses and when you're looking for a job, you know a lot of people that are business owners, right? And you've built great rapport with them. So, wanted to, we have one question left. Uh, we talked about it briefly. You talked about capitalizing on a moment. All these athletes, they're in big time games and prime time, national television. They make a huge play. Win the game for their team, do something really cool all over ESPN, whatever it is. How can they go and capitalize that using their social media? I think we've seen a lot in the past. There's been athletes before we were in this era where they can monetize off of it that, like, they can make big money off of something they did. Well, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a huge play, like something funny or something really cool they did on TV that got really good PR and, and you know, audiences loved. How can you go and then use your platform they have on social media 
to go and promote that and utilize it to build their brand? So let me say this. It's a great question. If you're not already doing it before that play, you've already missed it. Mm -hmm. You gotta be doing it before the play happens, right? Because I think that oftentimes we think that like, oh, we're gonna get that thing or that one video that's gonna go viral or that one thing that's gonna go viral and then, but we, don't, we, we, haven't, already, we haven't set ourselves up for that yet. So, you know, so, I'm, so I think that it's important to get started right now to be posting content and creating content and showing people behind the scenes. I think, you know, if you're, you just wanna, you know, just beat the number two team in the country, even if you didn't play the game and you're rushing the field or whatever it is, like, and your friends take pictures of, like, or, or take a video of that, like, use that and share that. But I think if you make a great play or if you have something where you're on the spotlight, if it was me, I'd be reaching out to different PR firms um, and different PR, different, and you could different big profiles on social media, and I would use that as an opportunity to grow your following. If you hadn't been doing, been doing that up to that point, but if you already have your, your agreements and your sponsorships, it's like that sponsor that just made their bet on you and they're paying you $5,000 a month, they just, they just got their money. You Are know? you saying it's just too late at that point after no, the fact to yeah, go I, and start I trying think, to Yeah, I think that it's like, I don't know who that guy is. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to go and, after the fact yeah, trying and, to blow well, something back up. Yeah, and you're lo and then you're looking for after them, but no one's thinking about him afterwards. You know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like versus they see that and then you post about it and then everybody's going to your page and then you start getting you know you talking to other you know you got all those Instagram accounts and and Facebook accounts and TikTok accounts that have millions and millions of followers that do sports highlights. Like share your highlight with them. Get that highlight, send it out to everyone and say, "Would love for you to share this highlight." Um, and tag me, right? Like going on the offense, which I think is a kind of the topic of a big theme of today is like, be on the offense with mm -hmm. it, right? Like be thinking, understand that what NIL means is that you are essentially able to monetize on your likeness, right? And so if you're able to monetize on that, like find the opportunities that, you know, when you are in the spotlight and monetize on those opportunities, um, but be on the offense, like go out and find the businesses that are gonna be able to have a benefit from you being in that place at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so I think when you have the big plays, I think I would be sending it out to all the different channels. I would ask your friends to share it and send it out to all different channels. Um, I would, you know, send it to, you know, Sports Center, whatever, you know, whatever you can do or the, or, you know, 247 or on three or any of the different sports groups that you can send it out to and have them feature you. Let make sure that everybody knows and saw that play. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that will help build your audience and grow your audience. And then what happens is then the next year when you're trying to get a brand, they're like, hey, you had that play, it grew up your audience. And now you have this audience and you, can, and you can get better deals. You know, they can get better opportunities. Words of wisdom from the Dr. Dave Tuhill. Probably get way more in this episode than you will in any marketing 101 class in college. This is action packed right here. Yeah, I mean, you I, I uh, stuff, man. you know, just trying to trying to you know make the world a better place. Yeah. So check him out on all of his various social platforms. We are live here from the Outsider Studios. Thanks so much for joining us, my man. Awesome, brother. Thanks so much for listening to the Invest in You podcast by On3 Sports. We look forward to our new episode releasing next week. In the meantime, follow along with us on social media at On3NILU 